Rewind it back to the days of chillaxing on the beach and all-day fun with Spring Break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like Fan Fave Rocket. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players, start playing with just 5 bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code RTFP to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You're listening to DraftKings Network. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Monster Monday Presented, of course, by DraftKings. New week here for the Ross Tucker Football Podcast Network. We'll have the College Draft Podcast today as well, where Emery and I are going to go through every first-round pick with a fine-tooth comb before we enter into our divisional series, where Emery and I are going to talk about every draft pick for every team because we have a podcast dedicated to college football and the NFL Draft. And betting on college football is called the College Draft Podcast. Even Money Podcast will be Tuesday, Wednesday. I already have a great guest lined up for the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Greg Cosell will join us later on in the week to look at the draft from his perspective. And, of course, we'll dive into things with the Fantasy Feast. Great way to start to break down, now that we know where these rookies landed, what their fantasy value may be. On Friday's Ross Tucker Football Podcast, which you can always go back and listen to or watch youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL, I went over my thoughts on the first round picks. Today, I'm going to do a quick hit each team for the other picks they made. Just quick hit my initial thought uh, on what every other team did. Obviously, we'll get into more depth on the College Draft Podcast. So that's the one you want to check out to hear what we think in a little bit more depth. But I'm going to give you my sort of quick hit thoughts on each new week here on the Ross Tucker football podcast means a new opportunity for us to give out winners. We're one of those shows. We like, we like rewarding people. It's really that simple. So if you spread the word via social media with a retweet or a quote tweet or a Instagram, like, or whatever, TikTok like facebook.com slash Ross Tucker pod review, it all counts. We'll get a winner. Take advantage of any of our sponsors like the amazing Game Time app or ExpressVPN or Raycon or DraftKings. You're good there. And then, of course, the YouTube shout-out. Love those of you that follow us, subscribe on YouTube, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Hit the thumbs up. Comment on any video, and you get a great chance to get a shout-out video from yours truly. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. 
All right, Ross, we'll start with the Arizona Cardinals. So the best thing the Cardinals did, Jack, is they got a lot of picks in future drafts, which I like. But they still had a bunch of picks in this draft. And not only is uh, B.J. Ojolari, because we already talked about the first-round picks, like B.J. Ojolari uh, off the edge, obviously reminds me a little bit of his brother, but a lot of people really liked Syracuse corner Garrett Williams in the, in the third round and Stanford wide receiver. So they did well, I thought, especially stockpiling picks for next year. Kind of what you have to do when you have a, a, a roster that's not very talented like they got going on in Arizona. Next is the Atlanta Falcons. I like the way the Falcons build their team. Second round, Bergeron, an offensive lineman, physical, that a lot of people liked. He'll probably be the left guard opposite Lindstrom. Zach Harrison, they took a flyer on. The Ohio State DN, super talented, never really put it together. Next is the Baltimore Ravens. So the Ravens' first two picks I really like. We mentioned Zay Flowers and getting some speed for Lamar Jackson, which is obviously the biggest news for the Ravens that we talked about Friday, that they got Lamar signed. Trenton Simpson, an interesting one. Crazy athlete, but the recognition isn't always there. And sometimes you can learn to get a little bit better at that, but if it doesn't come naturally, that is a position where instincts take such a premium. I'll be really curious to see how Simpson plays out. And and the Ravens drafted Andrew Voorhees in the seventh round. He won't play this year after tearing his ACL at the Combine. Or made in the AFC with the Buffalo Bills. Osiris Torrance, a lot of people thought he was the best guard in the draft. They got him late in the second round. And then how about Dorian Williams? Dorian Williams actually reminds me a little bit of Matt Milano. He's a different player than Tremaine Edmonds, but now they've got a couple of those run-and-hit athletic cover linebackers. Next is the Carolina Panthers. Two guys stood out to me there. Jonathan Mingo was a Greg Cosell favorite. So I like very much that the Panthers were able to get Mingo in the second round. Big-bodied receiver. They've really added a lot for Bryce Young. Now he's got a young receiver to grow with. which They kind of need to replace DJ Moore. They got Thielen for completions. They got Hayden Hurst for completions. They got Miles Sanders. And then Chandler Zavala was an interior lineman a lot of people like that they got later on in the draft. I wouldn't be surprised if he battles for that starting left guard spot next to Ikea Kwanu again. We go to the Chicago Bears. A lot of picks, man. A lot of picks, which they needed. I mean, they were the worst team in football last year. They make the trade with Carolina, get even more picks. What's interesting to me, and I really like Darnell Wright at right tackle, but they took not one but two D tackles on Friday night, along with Tyreek Stevenson. So Stevenson was a highly touted corner, but Jervon Dexter Sr. and Zach Pickens, super talented guys, a little up and down. But it just goes to tell you, they knew they needed a D-tackle, but they just didn't think they could do it with Jalen Carter. They, they did not think they could take that risk with Jalen Carter, the Georgia stud that the Eagles got with some off-the-field concerns. But even some of the later picks for the Bears, Rashawn Johnson, that running back from Texas, uh, everybody likes him, awesome on special teams. Tyler Scott gives them some legit speed. And then Noah Sewell was a player I liked. I was a little surprised 
he went as late as he did. Next is the Cincinnati Bengals, who picked up a familiar name on day three. They certainly did. So they pick up – I feel like the, the Bengals do this every year, right? They get DJ Turner, who ran a lightning 40 at corner, to go with Dax Hill, who they took from Michigan the year before. Jordan Battle is a very competent safety to be in the mix with Dax Hill and Nick Scott. Charlie Jones at receiver gives them another option. Chase Brown at running back. Sidney Brown's brother, and then Andre Yosivash, our buddy. I feel like, Jack, we were ahead of that one with Andre telling us he spent two days with the Bengals. You spend two days with a guy, like, you're really interested, you know? Yeah, exactly. And then we had a lot of Bengals fans who were intrigued about before the draft who came back to us after the draft. So, Yeah, that was awesome. We uh, We got them fired up. Speaking of fired up, I'm fired up about ExpressVPN. For a bunch of different reasons. One of which is that it lets you access content available when you change your online location. If you get ExpressVPN, you're allowed to control where your IP address is. And so then when you do that, you can see other shows. Like my wife, big Modern Family, loves Modern Family. You can get that on UK Netflix. Or if you want to watch like Pulp Fiction, that's on Canadian Netflix. So they got blazing fast speeds. It's compatible on all your devices. I'm a big fan because I so often in airports and hotels, be smart. Stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting access to a fraction of their content. Get your money's worth at expressvpn.com slash Tucker. Make sure you use my link, expressvpn dot com slash Tucker to get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Next is the Cleveland Browns. So I thought the Browns did very well considering they didn't have a pick in the top 70. Cedric Tillman uh, was a, a pretty darn good receiver from Tennessee that they needed. They absolutely needed a run-stuffing D-tackle. They got that in Siaki Ika. From Baylor, he's just a monster run stuffing D tackle. And then speaking of a monster, dude, Dewan Jones might immediately be the biggest man in the NFL. His wingspan, his everything. I mean, it's it's crazy. Then they, I thought it was interesting they picked up Dorian Thompson Robinson, the UCLA quarterback, a little bit later as well. Next is Dallas Cowboys, who had arguably the most heartwarming moment of the entire weekend. Well, they definitely did. Um, that was awesome. So they took two Michigan guys to start the draft. Uh, Luke Schoonmaker, the tight end, I think is a good fit for, to replace Dalton Schultz. It's actually kind of who he reminds me of a little bit. They got DeMarvian Overshow in the linebacker from Texas. And then I love the San Jose State kid, Fajoko. That is an all-day sucker meaning he's going to play his you-know-what-off. But as you referenced, you know, the Deuce Vaughn thing, um, so, so cool. So cool that Chris Vaughn, um, the scout for the Dallas Cowboys, was able to call his son and tell him that they're drafting him. You know, there's so many aspects of that are so cool. I mean – your son's dream coming true, number one, he's getting drafted in the NFL. Number two, 
your son is going to work for you, you know, same team, which is just even cooler. And then Jack, his son's five five. Like, who gets drafted in the NFL at five five? I mean, it's unbelievable. Next, we have the Denver Broncos. Broncos didn't have that many picks um, because of the Russell Wilson trade, but they got some good players. Marvin Mims, a receiver from Oklahoma. Drew Sanders, linebacker from Arkansas, who made a bunch of plays for them. Riley Moss, there is now officially a white cornerback in the NFL, Jack. We talked about this with Emory Hunt on the College Draft Podcast. And then Alex Forsythe, the, the center from Oregon, was a guy that Emory really liked as well. Next, we go to the Detroit Lions. So how about the Lions? You know, we talked about their first round, but I liked what they did on Friday night. Brian Branch, to get him at number 45, I think he's a starting safety immediately in the NFL with some nickel versatility. Hendon Hooker to develop behind um, Jared Goff is good. And then Sam Laporta, I mean, he might be their starting tight end. You know, he, he they obviously liked Laporta more than Michael Mayer and Luke Musgrave, which I think is interesting. Next is the Green Bay Packers, who had probably the most interesting picks, most shocking selection day three. And also the most picks, period. How many picks they have? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Thirteen picks. I mean, that is a ton. Uh, and they doubled down at tight end. The Ravens have done that over the years. They got Luke Musgrave and Tucker Craft. I kind of like that because what what's the hit rate on these guys? 50%? So they're pretty sure they got tight end cover because one of those two guys will probably hit. Uh, I think like a lot of people, I was not expecting Sean Clifford to get drafted in the fifth round. And they had like seven picks after that. They could have taken him later on in the draft, probably. I don't know that anybody else was going to take Clifford in in the uh, in the fifth round. That was that was a little bit surprising. Uh, before we get to the Texans, Jack, uh, just a quick moment here. Next, we have the Houston Texans. They went to Penn State as well. Juice Scruggs, the center. Tank Dell is lightning. And then they got Jarrett Patterson as well. So they got a couple of interior O-linemen that stood out to me. We go to the Indianapolis Colts. So the guys I like, Kansas State DB Julius Brents, crazy length. Um, some people thought he might be a surprise, shocking first-round pick. Josh Don't, D- Downs is who they needed. They needed a quick slot guy with some speed. Because they've got Pierce and Pittman, the two big guys. Then they got some athletic specimens. BYU offensive tackle Blake Freeland, the Northwestern D tackle, who I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name. Um, even late in the draft, Jake Witt from Northern Michigan. We stay in the ice south of Jacksonville Jaguars. And side note, I feel like this is a record breaking year for guys named Tank being drafted. I've never seen a Tank be drafted before. We know we got two of them the same year. Tank Bigsby, who's the other Tank? Tank Dell or Bell. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's a receiver. I was a little surprised they took Brenton Strange in the second round. He's a good player from Penn State. I didn't think he was going to be a second-round pick. Good for him, man. Antonio Johnson was a guy um, that 
coming into the year, people thought would be a first-round pick, the safety from A&M. And then Parker Washington, the Penn State wide receiver. Boy, he I mean, I never have a problem with a guy, Jack, going early. But, man, he could have had a big year for Penn State and been drafted a lot higher than that. Kansas City Chiefs are up next. So they took Rasheed Rice, the SMU wide receiver. So now they've got like six wide receivers all in the mix battling for playing time. People like that DB they got, Chamari Connor. And then Wanya Morris, the offensive tackle, gives them a little bit more competition now for Lucas Niang at right tackle. And they'll get him working in there with Andy Heck, their O-line coach. We go to the Las Vegas Raiders next. Big fan of them drafting Michael Mayer from Notre Dame in the second round. I just think he's a really good player. They traded up for him, which I thought was a good move. He is a uh, – I think he's a stud. Maybe not the crazy high upside. Please stop saying that Aiden O'Connell, the Purdue quarterback, reminds you of Tom Brady. Please, people, stop saying that. There's there, there's cemeteries full of guys that they said, oh, it kind of reminds me of Tom Brady. Next, we have the Los Angeles Horn Frogs. Nice. I like that, Jack. I like when you add a little value right there. I like their what they did. Tuli Tuliope to a Piloto is a good player. Emery on the college draft loved Dayon Henley. Speed, run and hit linebacker from Washington State. And then they also got Jordan McFadden, the Clemson offensive tackle who can play guard as well that Emery had as his number one guard. The Los Angeles Rams give the Green Bay Packers a run for their money. Yeah. Stetson Bennett in the fourth round. I was not expecting that. Good for him, but I was not expecting that at all. Um, I guess he's got a good relationship with Stafford. He's already 26 years old. I don't know what the high upside is there. But, look, I thought he was a better prospect than people gave him credit for. He played really well. I like them getting Tomlinson later as well. On the complete opposite on a spectrum, we have the Miami Dolphins. In what way? Uh, they had the fewest amount, I believe, of four picks. Oh, yeah. Well, um, I like the two guys they got on Friday, though. Cam Smith, the corner, that guy is talented, and he he will be – he's a dog. And then uh, Devin Akane, I, I can't believe they took another running back, but now they got him. They like speed, man. Mike McDaniel wants speed. They get some holes in that running game, and he can just fly through there. Speaking of flying through there, you guys need to fly over to the Game Time app. It's just so good. It's just so good for last-minute ticket deals. Here's the key. The Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. So if you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's crazy easy to see what shows or games are in your area. I think they said May 11th is when the NFL schedule is coming out. So what you need to do is get the Game Time app on your phone, create an account, and use the code ROSS for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. So again, create an account and redeem code ROSS for $20 off Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guarantee. Want to go to NBA playoff game, NHL playoff game, or just get ready for when those NFL season tickets come out. We go to the Minnesota Vikings. 
the Minnesota Vikings. So, um, Jaron Hall is a good spot for him. He's had some injury concerns, but they got the BYU quarterback that a lot of people liked after they took. How about the Vikings? Two USC guys, two LSU guys. I like the, the the running back they took late. Dwayne McBride didn't do much in the passing game, Jack, but I called a couple of his games. That guy knows how to run the football. The New England Patriots. Patriots are hilarious. Just hilarious. I mean, they took three interior linemen, a kicker, and a punter on day two, at the start of day three. Three interior linemen, a kicker, and a punter. Like the most Patriots draft picks ever. You can't take a kicker in the fourth round. By the way, he's a local kid for me. He's from uh, Lebanon, actually. Good for him. But I like City Sal. I like that pick. But they uh, they went for volume, that's for sure. I do love Marty Mapu, who they took in the third round. We head back to the NFC to the New Orleans Saints. Jake Hayner um, reminds people of Drew Brees. So that's unlikely. But I love that he's in New Orleans. That's cool. I like the guys they got. Foskey from the Notre Dame edge rusher. A.T. Perry is a big-bodied receiver. The old Dominion guard, Nick Saldaberry. I thought it was a good pick, a, a good draft for the Saints. You go to the New York Giants. So they needed to continue to beef up the interior O-line. John Michael Schmitz does that. And then Jalen Hyatt, they needed a speed receiver bad. And that's exactly what he is. We stay in New York with the Jets. Joe Tipman, I thought, was arguably the best interior lineman in the draft. So I, I really like that the Jets got him. My guess is he starts somewhere in the inside, and perhaps they move Elijah Vera Tucker out to tackle. I also thought it was cool they took a couple of local boys from Pitt. Carter Warren is from Patterson, New Jersey. The running back is from uh, Brooklyn, and they took a local guy here in Harrisburg, Zach Kuntz, the uh, tight end from Old Dominion. Next is the most overplayed joke of the weekend, the Philadelphia Bulldogs. Yes, yeah, exactly. Uh, so – they got two positions they really needed on Friday night. They needed a guard and really a guy with guard tackle versatility in Tyler Steen. And then the Illinois DB, Sidney Brown, he'll have a great chance to compete for safety. I thought Keely Ringo, who they traded a future pick for to get in the fourth round, was really good as well. Obviously high upside there with Keeley. Next is the we stay in Pennsylvania the Pittsburgh Steelers. Crushed it. Joey Porter Jr. at the start of round two. Uh, they got some big boys that can play. Keanu Benton, the D tackle from Wisconsin. Georgia tight end Darnell Washington, who's huge. Good compliment for Frymuth. And then the edge rusher, Nick Herbig as well. Gets to play with his brother, Nate. That's cool. San Francisco 49ers. So um, Jair Brown is a really good player. I don't really care um, about his... Um, you know, I don't really care about his uh, speed. I watched him make a ton of plays for Penn State the last couple of years. I just don't know how you take a, a kicker in the third round. A kicker in the third round, Jack. I mean, he better be awesome, right? Like, he better be awesome to do that. Next is the Seattle Seahawks. Took a bunch of guys that have a chance to play right away. Derek Hall. We'll get some time off the edge. Zach Charbonnet 
the running back. That was an interesting pick after they took Kenneth Walker last year. For them to get Charbonnet, the running back from UCLA, maybe a little bit better in the passing game. Then they still took another running back, Kenny McIntosh from Georgia. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They got one of my boys, Cody Mock, physical O-lineman from North Dakota State. Um, and I kind of like the Nebraska wide receiver they took, Trey Palmer, and the edge rusher for Eastern Michigan, Jose Ramirez. I, he, he, I called his game against Western Michigan. He had like five sacks. It was nuts. The Tennessee Titans on the fall for Will Levis. I bet you Will Levis had a bunch of Labatt blue lights Friday night after he got drafted. That's exactly what you want to do when you want to celebrate getting drafted, even if he's just relieved. Take things to the next level. Drink some Labatt Blue Lights with your friends and live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer. Labatt USA. Buffalo, New York. I was happy for Will Levis. You know, that's rough. That That is rough to be in there the whole night and you don't get drafted. Um, I also like Ty J. Spears, although evidently he's got some health concerns. And we'll end things with the Washington Commanders. So they took some linemen that I know, um, Brandon Thorne, who's an offensive line guru that watches these guys really liked, and Ricky Stromberg, the center from Arkansas, and Braden Daniels was a favorite of Emery's on the College Draft podcast, the offensive tackle from Utah. I even like Chris Rodriguez, the running back from Kentucky that the commanders took a little bit later. Although that lady like screaming, take command, baby, take command. I mean, that is just awful. It is an absolutely awful, like everything about it. The new owner is already going to be beloved, but now he'll be even more so when he hopefully changes the name. Other than that, make sure you check out the College Draft Podcast as well. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. You probably thought I wasn't going to give the shout-outs to the company I give shout-outs to. You thought wrong. Shout-outs to Pizza Boy Brewing. I was there for dinner last night. Awesome. Sportaculture, humanheadnyc.com, steakhousesports.com, go-bangles.com, evergreen economics, backofficescheduler.com, and myfrontpagestory.com. It is May. It is time for Mother's Day. You need to go to myfrontpagestory.com and get the best Mother's Day gift of all time. 